it's so much easier to send you the file oh. and to edit, you know. Okay. Should have figured that out the first week, but you know, it takes okay. a village. So yes. right, here we are five weeks later. Do you want to move your phone out of the way? Yeah. All right. Uh, right. And this is Esperanza. This is Victory. Hi. Hello, ladies. Right. Hello. Welcome to the PVCC St Student Lens Podcast. Today we have a special guest, but before we introduce them, I'm Esperanza. And I'm Noelle. And I'm Victory. And like I said, we have a special guest, so Noel, would you like to introduce him? Yes, this is Professor Vincent Watkins. He is my professor for AJS uh, 123 class, but he also does teach some other courses here. And Professor Watkins, I just want to say, um, has been teaching for around 12 years of criminal justice, so he has quite a, a long history in the classroom. And he moved here from Chicago, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm All Chicago. Right. Does it say, it, correct me if I misquote anything. Sure. And, but I have been listening in class. Okay. Thank so you. he you. has a college-aged daughter. I think she's at ASU. Mesa. 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 Okay. Close. Plays basketball. That's close. close. That was yes. close in that vicinity of town. Yes. And you also spent many years as an investigative loss prevention in retail? Was yes. It? Okay. All yes. right. So that is who Professor Watkins is professionally on campus. So thank you for being here. Okay. Absolutely. Thank and you for having me. We are going to ask some questions of you. Let's so do our, it. Let's so do our it. first question um, is how would you define justice? I would define justice from a, just from a criminal justice standpoint, right, equally distributed to all people, right? So when you look at justice, it's something, and it's, it's interesting you ask that question because we're currently watching documentary in class, the Central Park Five. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about justice, are you treating me fairly based on my, are you treating me based on my race, my ethnicity, my socioeconomic status? Or are you treating me based specifically on the law? So justice looks at, well, we have a we have a, a image, right? Lady Justice. Yeah. She's blind, equal scales, right? right. But yeah, she's blind, so she's based off of just the law. So in my mind, justice is based on the law. Lady Justice is blind. She doesn't take into account any other factors, but basically the law and the objective evidence. Right. That's right. And for me, I'd like to hear from you about your next goal in education, because I know you're going on to earn a master's now. I actually have process. a ma actually oh, have two you, masters. Oh gosh, well, yeah. okay, I'm catching up then. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have two, you have two <laughs> masters. Okay, then this will go to my other questions. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Thank what you. are the two? Well, so what are the other the masters in? So just to reflect on my education, right? So I have a bachelor's in criminal justice, a master's in criminal justice. And I earned a second master's in adult education and training last year. Okay. And so if we're talking about education, I'm contemplating earning a PhD in criminology. That's the next... The next level. Yes, that's the next step. So for us, though, coming out of community, going to maybe university or people who might listen um, in sure. that path, what uh, time frame from going from a bachelor's to a master's average do you think it would take in our school system here in Arizona? And then also some of the course requirements that you move into when you seek your master's. How does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. Really good question. So a bachelor's is obviously four years, right? So it's 120 credits. Most individuals, when they're graduating from undergrad, they pursue a master's immediately, 
right? And the master's is two years. So you're looking at four, six years of education, right? But the great thing about the master's, most people don't understand, is you're only concentrating on your core classes. You've done with your electives, with your bachelor's. Right. So let's say, from my perspective, I want to pursue a master's in criminal justice. You're only taking criminal justice courses. So believe it or not, in theory, your master's is easier than your bachelor's degree. Because only two more years. Good to know. Good to know. Yes. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna, I'm so going on to get harder. my master's. It's not. Gonna, yeah. yeah. I and I Because I want to teach at a college level right. eventually one day for yeah. mathematics. So that's why it's good to know because in your mind you think, oh my gosh, six years is a long time. And you're like, I could be doing four. Like that would be the, the shortcut, kind of like the easy way out. But I think going for the master's only is two more So years. that's good oh, to know right. that, yeah. like at least in your experience, that yeah. it was much easier to get your master's. But you do have to do a, a, pay, a large project for your master's, your thesis. Yes, a thesis the statement. When it happens. But it's, it's not that bad because again, it's your core classes. But that actually kind of sidetracks, brings me to another component. First-generation college students. Everything that I've learned and everything that I've accumulated, right? Obviously, guys is, is walking through the process. He's my Lord, Savior, all that stuff, right? But everything, a lot of things for me were trial and error. I didn't have anyone to guide me through the process. And a funny story real quick. I spent three years at community college because I didn't know you only take one class per semester. Unlike in high school, I took English twice, but I didn't know. Right. Mm -hmm. So I probably wasted, I don't want to say wasted, but I should have been done way sooner than I was because I made a lot of mistakes because no one just. So you should use the resources on campus. We did a resource um, episode about academic advising and using your, those types of resources to make sure your plan is going the way you want to go. Absolutely, 100%. Great. Uh, so my question is, what made you go for adult education and training after you earned your first master's? What made you go for that after that? So that's a very good question. It's very specific. So I was working at the University of Phoenix, so I was able to get obtain my master's for free. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, literally free, like no cost. So I'm thinking, like, I work for the University of Phoenix. Were you teaching there then part-time? or No, I was working as an academic counselor. Oh, so maybe. <laughs> so, side note, you know, if you want to pursue a degree, work for the institution that you're look work you work for the institution and go to school there. It's a great way to save on money. <laughs> so, to your other point, Victory, I'm training police officers. I'm currently working with Tempe PD as a consultant and trainer. So, consultant trainer, adult education, and training. So, it was a perfect fit because my ultimate goal at some point, I would like to consult with more police officers throughout the valley on how to engage with the community, how to relate to the community, diversity, inclusion. So it was just a, a great fit for me. Okay, great. All right, so, and then another one of my questions that I had, um, kind of outside of uh, the topic of education, was there ever a trial or a case that really changed your perspective on how we enforce laws or justice itself? Absolutely. I love true crime, and that's why I really wanted <laughs> oh to ask gosh. this question. Because there, I don't know. I've I've read or heard about some cases where I was like, "No way did this happen," or it was just unbelievable, or it was almost like like justice prevailed, and it was like extraordinary. So that's why I wanted to ask this question. Absolutely, that's a great question. I have two in my mind that I can't get out of my mind. 
again, Central Park Five. If you have not seen that documentary, of Central right. Park Five, I should really please, watch please watch yeah, that documentary. It's pretty intense. Not the one on Netflix. It doesn't because we're watching the actual documentary. Right. So Central Park Five. It, it, it's an amazing documentary. So that's the first case. I mean, it's amazing. In number two, Ethan Couch, the affluenza teenager. Oh, right. Basically what happened, Ethan Couch, driving drunk, that's the first crime, killed four people, killed four people, vehicle homicide, injured another four people. So changed at least eight lives. Received 18 months probation. He didn't even go to jail. Mm -hmm. Ethan Couch, teenager from, from Texas. And then once he received the 18 months probation, he fled to Mexico with his mom. It wasn't, weren't they kind of affluent? They had some money. They, yeah, they were kind of a wealthy family and they basically bailed him out, bought him out, and then took him out of the country. So his lawyer, to your point, Noel, his, his, his lawyer's defense was affluenza. I know, I know, right? Like what the affluent, heck is like affluent. Yeah. So yeah. the lawyer's argument, this is an amazing case, the lawyer's argument was, my client is too wealthy to understand what he did. So how can you hold him accountable because he has too much money? So you're talking the opposite ends of the spectrum, Central Park Five and Ethan Couch, the after the Windsor teenager. Yeah. Check those out, please. I, I did write them down. I know you did. I, was like, I, I know you did. Write. That's awesome. <laughs> And then my second question was, is there any other subject you're interested in pursuing if you get your after you get your doctors or including your doctorate? That's, a, that's another great question. So I'm kind of branching out to public speaking, quote unquote, public speaking, empowerment speaking. And I'm, I may have an opportunity to do some things with diversity, equity, and inclusion. So that's the buzzword right now, man. So diversity, equity, inclusion. I was telling my wife five years ago, you could never find a position like that. Now every everyone wants the diversity, equity, and inclusion manager or person in their campus, in their in their company, whatever. So we'll see where that goes. Right. A lot of opportunity now. Yes. That. It's good to be a brother right now. <laughs> right. And so Thank you for everything you shared with us today. So what we're trying to do is just get things out so maybe some students will hear and have more resources, more information to take them on their journey. And that's kind of what we're trying to do in our Honors 201 class. So we appreciate you taking your time. Can I give a plug to myself? Of course. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's well, what we're actually, leaving on. Actually, actually <laughs> you, so you beat me to the punch. Okay, okay, okay. So my last question for you, okay. Professor Watkins. You've been saying like, I don't know the question. What's the question? <laughs> See, if you had done your homework, I sent you the questions ahead of time. You would did. totally be prepared. I did not so, prepare. Ooh, I like that. I got my professor. Yes, so I know you have a YouTube podcast. Or you, you have a YouTube, and I believe you do have, you do some podcasting. Maybe not a particular show yet? Not yet. Okay. But I was going to ask you, what information, if they were to tune into your YouTube channel, would you, do you share with viewers? And I know I did read the, uh, about building relationships with law enforcement and the community training program. So tell me a little bit about that. That's a great YouTube. question. So I do have a YouTube channel. So if you just go to YouTube, Google YouTube, enter my name, Vincent Watkins, my YouTube channel will come up. I talk about fashion, finance, the criminal justice system, everything that we talked about. I discussed the criminal justice system. And I talk about social intelligence from a man's perspective. So this channel is really geared towards men ages 8 to 80. Where we talk about topics to empower men.
And also, I'm also on TikTok. I think it's Vince nine one nine nine. You can Google me on TikTok. I have some things on there. But my YouTube channel, man, that's that's my bread and butter. It's going it's going well right now. And so. you try to. I know you have one video I showed my son actually before he drove about how to interact with police officers uh, if you are younger and maybe get in a situation with an officer on the road. So to, to Noel's point, it's it's a video I even show my students. It's only a minute and forty three seconds. Five critical points that you need to know uh, when you're interacting with a police officer. It keeps them safe. It keeps you safe. And it's just something that's really good to know. So even if you see one video, go to my YouTube channel, Vincent Watkins. Google how to interact with a police officer. It's only a minute and 43 seconds. So please check it out. Great information there, then, too. And then just one more thing. Uh, for students on campus, where can they find you? Yeah, you can come to my office, man. I'm in M228, I believe. That's our classroom? That's our class. Well, That's come to my classroom. classroom, right? Come to my classroom. But I'm in the M building. My M, my, I believe, is 238. So M238 or come to my classroom, M228. And if you just want to come to my classroom, sit in, hang out, Talk to me about questions. I love giving insight and advice on career aspects in the criminal justice system. Last point, because when I was in school many, many, many years ago, my criminal justice professor said, hey, everyone in here should either be a police officer or a security, or a police officer or correction officer. That was my only, my only two options, but that's not for everyone. So as you can attest, we talk about many different careers especially for women and people of color. It's a, it's a great, great career option for us. So please come talk to me. All right. So I think with that, we're going to wrap it up. Yep. Um, thank you so away. much for coming. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Like thank I said, you. I wrote them You're down. I will read them. I'll yes. read about them later. But um, yeah, that's it. And yeah, then, we uh, appreciate you coming in today, Professor. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you guys for having me. Awesome class, too, this semester with oh, you. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Anytime you need me, come back. Just and let me know. And we're going to just go out, and then we'll let you go. Yeah. Uh, so, this is Victory. This is Noelle. And this is Esperanza with PBCC Student Month Podcast. Check us out on YouTube. <laughs> and Spotify. And, 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 Spotify and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome.